Often imitated, never duplicated. The one and only B. Scott. You're listening to the B. Scott Show. Get ready, love muffins. <laughs> okay, typically we start every episode with a song. And because of the serious nature of the topics we're going to discuss tonight, I feel as though I need to do this song myself. It's on my heart. <laughs> what? And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. A gutter but trial up true. Wrong key. Start, Start it again. again. Start, Start it again. again. Start it again. A gutter. It was nasty. Hold on. Wait, take a moment. Catch your breath. Sit up straight. Hold on. Drink some wine. <clears throat> okay. Take two. Take two. <sighs> okay. A nasty gutter, but tra-la-ha-ha-ha. try to try me, try me, try me. <laughs> and I do not know why this nasty gutter, but tra-la-ha-ha-ha-ha. Try to try me, try me, try me, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to bury this nasty good old but try ha 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 la la in the hole she dug for herself because she tried me. And after I bury her in that hole, I'm going to stomp, 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 stomp on a grave. Did you write that? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, okay. You know, it's not, it's not quite Mariah, but it'll do. It'll do. I didn't know if I was in church or if I was in the fields. <laughs> I wasn't sure where to go. I wasn't sure if it was like, hallelujah, or Jesus, come save me now. But, you know. I just felt that the... I had to express mm. that you know that there's only one thing that I hate more than a liar. And that is a nasty gutter butt trollop. Mm. I cannot stand mm. a nasty gutter butt. Trollop. And it's been a minute since we've had one of those. Oh, yeah. And she just so happens to be both. Mm. She's a liar and she's a nasty gutter, but Trollop. And okay. the problem is, she was my friend. I was about to say, I thought that was your homegirl. I was just drinking on the beach not too long ago. I was somewhere. I was rooting for her. Mm. I supported her. Mm. And everybody who saw the pictures knew what that was. Everybody saw when she was tonguing down Antoine Fuqua. That they knew what it was. The very married. Right. And I reached out to her as a friend Mm -hmm. and also a friend, let's be honest, a friend that runs one of the top celebrity news and entertainment platforms to get a response to the pictures. I said, hey, you know, hey, Nicole, you know, let me know if you want me to help you clarify the pictures that hit the internet today. Right. Didn't insinuate anything. Didn't nope. accuse her of anything. Didn't, you know, really say what the pictures were. I didn't even put a little heart. A yellow heart. Right. That took effort. And then she responded back saying, you know, her, you know, Antoine and her are just, just family friends. And, you know, it was no more than that. Okay. That's what she said. So she gave me that. So the the pictures came out and she gave me that response. I text her. So let me give you the context of this. So a couple of weeks before that, I had seen her at the Soho house. Mm -hmm. Me and my friend Dion, who does lashes, shout out to Dion. We were in the Soho house and we see Nicole coming in. She comes, you know, slithering in. You know how she does? She's she hard to miss. She has a very sexual, like, you know what I mean? She's just mm. ass and titties. Like a vampire almost. Yep. She's coming in very much so, like Twilight. Okay. And she, she kind of slithered in. I said, hey, girl, hold on. Wait a minute. Hey, Nicole, how you doing? 
And I think you, you know, you must have changed your number. You know what I mean? It's like, I was mm-hmm. like, she changed her number. And I was like, oh, let's get the new number. So just keep in contact. Cause you know, you always got some stuff going on. Bada boom, bada bang. Mm-hmm. So she gave the number to me and also to my friend Dion. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's how God works. So I just so happened. Cause you know, celebrities and also me, you know, we change, change our numbers. numbers all the fucking time. And so I'm sitting there, you know, so I'm like, okay, we run the story. And that was two months ago. July. Okay, two months ago, we ran the story about, you know, what Nicole said to me via text. Right, And I won't forget, because we weren't really going to run the pictures. We sat on them for a minute. Because <clears throat> you were like, you know, it, this looks really bad. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, I was walking to the gym. And you sent me, I talked to Nicole, you sent me the screenshot. I said, oh, shit. Okay. Well, family, friend. Yeah. Wait a minute. I had to sit down, get off the machine. Right. I just couldn't believe it. Right. And so... She so she she sent so she sent that to me. We ran the story, mm. and then the next day or the day after, she didn't release another statement to TMZ. It was the next day, and I felt some kind of way about that because of the fact like you had just given me a statement. So why are you then going to release another statement to TMZ, somewhat apologizing for what you did? Mm-hmm. At the same time, this is where some new tea is coming in. At the same time, I was hearing from my sources that she had called the paparazzi. To take the pictures of her. That's what I thought anyway. And that this is not the first time she's done it. (laughs) And that the reason why she's doing it is because she, in fact, actually does want to be with him. Of course. And she, in fact, if they're kissing like that, you know they fucking. What are the odds that these two black people would be in Italy? Right. And run into each other right. if they did not leave America to go to Italy together. And what are the odds that paparazzi does not check in for either one of them is going to find them in some remote place in Italy to take pictures? The foreign paparazzi. Hey, isn't that this director who we don't ever see and Nicole Murphy who we don't ever see? Right. Oh, yeah, let's take their picture right now while they're kissing. Exactly. And let them kiss multiple times to make sure that the paparazzi gets it. Throughout the day. Throughout the days. day. In the robes. Right. In the swimwear. In your robes. <laughs> like they're just waiting for y'all. So that's what I was hearing and that's what I didn't report because I was trying to be like, that's my girl. Mm-hmm. And in Love Muffins, if you don't believe that, go back to a couple of podcasts ago or maybe more than a couple, like eight podcasts ago mm-hmm. when I was talking about this, you were going in on her. I was. And I was pumping the brakes. You were. I was like, no, no, you know, I was doing that. You know, I was just, you know <laughs> I'm just reaching for everything, trying to not. I'm like, that hussy. Yeah. Not, not to really... Expose her for being the lion scotlywag that she is. What I call her a Jezebel. She's a Jezebel, but she's a scotlywag. And people today, when you when the post came out, mm-hmm. people were like, "Oh, Denver, no, that was no, from B. Scott. That was all. B. That Scott. was a B. Scott scotlywag moment. And I needed sure to call. Was. Let me tell you why I called her a lion scotlywag. And I produced, and I typically never ever produce the text messages like that to expose somebody. But she went on national television today. With the crackhead. She sure did. That I already somewhat have beef with. So she's going to get up there of all places for her to go. She's going to come two months later as if she got something to promote. You have nothing to promote. You're not mm. doing anything. You came on this show to bring this up. The only reason why we're still talking about this today is because Nicole Murphy is still talking about it to this day. Mm. She did not need to book Wendy Williams to talk about something that happened two months ago that she supposedly is sorry for and wanted to go away. We all forgot, to be honest. Yes. And she already released that second statement to TMZ where she said that she was sorry for her actions. Okay. And so what I, what today, when I woke up, I said, ain't this some shit? Two months later, here she is <laughs> going to be saying that, oh, you know, I did not, I did not release, release that, that statement. statement. Let social media have you thinking that we're family, friends, no bitch, yeah. is what you said. And social media is the media. This is where we are. And that's why I call her a scallywag because I need to speak to her in the language she can understand. She's over. She's old? Yes. (laughs) She's over a certain age and she understands full well what a lying scallywag is. (laughs) I had to speak to her in the language as to which. Not that good old 18th century. (laughs) Yes. She needed the King James version of a scallywag. And I was oh like, you know, God. this nasty gutter butt trollop got me all the way fucked up. Yeah. But I kind of like the way lying scallywag sound. I mm. mean, she is also a nasty, you know, gutter butt trollop. I was going to say homewrecking hoe, but that works too. That too. 
And I was trying. And I was trying. And I was trying to not say it. You were. You re- you you did a good job. Just like how I rode for Claudia Jordan. Hmm. She's still with us. Yeah, she's still with us. But I rode for her and I supported her. And then she did some fucked up shit. Like it's like this is my last straw. This is my last stand with any of these bitches. Mm. This is word to bond on my sister, on God, on everything I love. I am not riding for none of these hoes anymore, especially the obvious hoes. The international hoes. The international hoes <laughs> that come to find out calling the paparazzi because you know what she wants to do? She wants to do, like, you know, this is not new to Layla Rashawn. No. This has been happening to her in her marriage for quite some time, and she's not going anywhere. And I believe that Nicole called the paparazzi to be the last straw for her. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to put it out. She was like, yo, if you're not going to tell these people what we're doing. Yeah. And Antoine's not leaving. He ain't going nowhere. Antoine's not leaving. And so she wanted to do something to be a catalyst. Mm -hmm. She wanted to get this out there. So that will be the last straw for Layla Rashawn. And she will leave. And she can move in. That's what I believe in. That's the only thing that would make sense. It's mm-hmm. the only thing that would make sense that she's still talking about this two months after it happened. If you were going to do some press, do a press immediately after. Why are you waiting two months to then go on Wendy Williams' show? To go on Wendy. On Wendy. You can go on Wendy. The messiest mess of them all. The messiest mess of them all and can barely remember what to ask people. I'm happy that she remembered to ask. I mean, it did help that she got a big ass picture of them kissing behind her to, to jog her memory of what the fuck to say to Nicole. Mm. Okay. And so they just, and in the interview, she laughed throughout the whole interview. She was laughing and giggling. It's a nervous laugh. It's a nervous laugh. And then she going to throw me, your friend, under the bus? Mm. You got me all the way fucked up. You have lost your mind. I don't know what they were doing before the show, but something it, something fucked up your brain to think that you're going to get on national television and basically call me social media. And did she not think that we would have the receipts? Right. Like, does she not know the screenshots? I think work? she, I think she kind of, um, so what happened with that story too, is that when we broke the exclusive, we then sent it to TMZ and then they pushed it out too. Mm-hmm. Our reach is significant. You know what I mean? It just took it like it just pushed it out and they were like, oh, and it's everywhere. And she and she and she now calls us social media, but social media is the media. And also Nene does that too. Anytime you hear her going, she's like, the blogs. You know, I don't tell you the blogs. The blogs. But the blogs oh, are the ones gonna talk to the New York fucking times. No one wants no. to talk to you. Get out of here. And so two months later, she got up this morning and thought that I was the one. I have never been the one. I'm surely not the two. And I'm sure as hell, not the three. Come on, somebody. Come on. I have never been that. And I feel like it's not just this. It's like a lot of situations where people, you know, I have been doing this since 2005. When I moved to L.A., I moved here in 2005. And that's when I started blogging. I was blogging before it was the business of blogging. I was an influencer before that was influenced like that on social media. So don't come for me. And like, and, and I have no reason, like, I have no reason to be like, you know, someone was um, a tweet, um, a comment on Facebook was like, oh, Nicole Murphy's in B. Scott. Hell yeah, Nicole Murphy's in my Rolodex. You know, you would be surprised <laughs> at the people that are in my Rolodex. Mm. Every, basically, every motherfucking black celebrity is in my Rolodex. Yes, if I can't, and if I don't have it in my phone, I have somebody that has a number that I can say, hey, run me that number so I can ask them this. And that's just facts. So, but what happens is I think that, you know, the younger generation... Like they, you know, they are coming. They don't quite understand. They don't quite understand. They're becoming more and more aware. They think that I'm somebody like the shade room. Mm-hmm. And no offense to the shade room, but the shade room, they, they they don't have a readily identifiable personality that respected associated with the brand. Correct. That's why this brand is called Love B. Scott because of B. Scott. And B. Scott has the relationships that I get their exclusives from. That's why we are different because people come to me with the shit. Okay, and this rare opportunity, I reached out to her because she was a friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Bitch, let me help you out with what the fuck you're doing." Because you look real nasty. You look right really. Now. This situation looks really bleak for you. Let me go ahead and try to help you out of it. And then two months later, after I think everything is fine, this ship has sailed. She throws <laughs> me under the bus. And what kills me is like, if she didn't release a statement, don't you think we would have gotten an email? Yep. A, a letter. A text. A tweet. A comment, a denial, anything of the sort when yeah. it was all over the motherfucking internet. Oh, how about the next day when you release another statement to TMZ? Why don't you tell them that I did not release the statement that came out yesterday? 
She's going to tell Wendy. Because <laughs> she's a lie. Well, that's funny. And I can't, st- and that's one thing I cannot stand is a liar. It's one thing to lie, but then to lie on me right. or you, that's like the one thing that gets me hot. Gets me hot. And that's why I had to sing. And that's why that post went the way it did. Oh, yeah, that like post normally, went in. Like, normally we don't scathe like that, but no. I was hot. And hot. you catch me on the right day. The right day. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm not the one. Like, and I had been riding for her and I had been supporting her. And when we were posting all the stuff on Instagram for Fashion Nova, I would be posting about like, oh, 50 never looked so good. And I was just really hyping her up. Mm-hmm. And She's then, the most beautiful thing ever. Right? She's a pretty girl. She is. She is a very. She, you can be a pretty hoe. Yeah. Her body is everything. That body is everything, but at the same and time, everywhere. and I don't care what you look like or what you do or whatever the case may be. But if you ever thought that I was the one to start some shit with, when you got me fucked up, mm. and this is where I show you exactly where you had me fucked up. Mm. Scallywag. Lying scallywag. <laughs> Nasty gutter butt trollop <laughs> is what she is. She is for real. It was, it was shocking to me. I was like, I was like, every day I'm waking up there some shit. So it's funny because when you sent me the video, I was like, oh, she's on here denying it again. And then you were like, she said she didn't release that statement. I said, okay, let me go back and actually watch this. Because mm-hmm. I didn't early. really watch it either. I was getting my coffee. I was like, hey, let me just get settled. You know how I do. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. She said, Wendy, I did not release that statement. <gasps> and then call me social media. Shocking. And she knows me for years. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's a serious, I mean, it's like, you you can't treat me like it's just some rumor on social media when I text you directly to your phone and you responded with that. And I had just recently got your new number at the Soho house. <laughs> All these facts are verifiable. I have friends that were with me. Dion was with me. We were sitting there mm-hmm. and we both got your new number and then you were blowing up her phone trying to get a booking for your eyelashes. So don't play me. Don't play with me. Don't ever play with me. And I'm always sitting on more information. And if I wasn't trying to be so politically correct, I could say some things right now about some other things that happened during her marriage to Eddie Murphy that will blow things out the motherfucking water. But I'm not trying to do that right now. Not yet. But don't press me. Don't test me. (laughs) (laughs) I. You know what I'm saying? Just. I'm just. Don't do it. Like, and I'm like the world. Is we must be in our last days. Gotta be. Because people have lost their everlasting fucking minds. For her to think that the one, like, it's weird to me that the people that are so riding for you. So you have one of the biggest platforms riding for you, putting out a narrative that could be somewhat beneficial to you. Because even though everybody who looked at the pictures knew exactly what the fuck it was, here I go, well, maybe not. Well, she said it's a family friend. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> hey, guys. You know, hi, it's B. Scott. Maybe the picture was at a weird angle. And yeah. maybe they just how they greet each other yeah. every day. If she did not want the story to continue, what she would have done was she would have left it alone with the statement she gave to me. Yeah. She would have said he was a family friend and then paid everybody dust. Yeah. But yet she didn't want to leave it alone. She wants Layla Rashawn to get beside herself and to feel it and to be the last straw and to leave him. Because notice Antoine hasn't said a word. He said nothing. Antoine's like, I don't know that hoe. And if I do, he's so like the what? damn Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Sorry Jeff. to this man. Sorry to this woman. <laughs> this nasty gutter butt trollop slash lion scallywag. She wants this to continue. She's playing in the shit. She's continuing the shit. And then she went to the messiest of all messy people, Wendy Williams, to discuss something that was two months old that she already apologized for. So you're doing another apology after the second statement you left the TMZ? And then as you're doing this, in, like everything was uncomfortable. It was very like she's laughing through everything, oh, through the whole thing. It's not believable. Mm. And then you're going to throw your friend under the bus. And then B. Scott. So you're going to throw me on the bus like, you know, like I'm just not B. Scott. Right. And as if we didn't have recess. So we wouldn't just come here and do this. Yeah. <clears throat> Help us, Fox. I mean, we brought the receipts up. Like, we did it. And I, yeah. I mean, I had to. And we don't normally don't do it. But you know what? All bets are off. And let this be a warning. This is a warning to anybody else that wants to try it. If you come out your mouth sideways to me, I'm going to blow your shit up. I'm going to ring every motherfucking alarm possible. I'm going to pull out every motherfucking receipt possible. I'm going to say everything I got to say. I'm going to come at you all fronts, all times. I'm shooting on all motherfucking cylinders. Okay? Yeah, I'm hype. Yeah, I'm. this is no. You, you trying to shit on my motherfucking name. 
And I'm going to see her again. You know, I know we, you are soon, probably tomorrow. We the way move, your life works. Right. We move in the same circles. And I don't want none of your friends to be saying none of no shit to me because at, at the end of the day, they can get it too. They and I'm not just too. talking about my mouth. <laughs> Anybody come in my face saying anything that doesn't need to be the right way, okay. you're going to get these hands in your life. These hands will be put in your life. And then people, I will run my own exclusive. Mm, don't let the calm fool you. Don't let the calm. These hands fly. Yes. Fly. Don't let the pretty face fool you. Don't let any of it fool you. Don't let the soul house fool you. Don't let let wherever Mm -hmm. we are. If people come out their face. I mean, I have been here. I have been here, like I said, since 2005. Yeah. And there has been rumors of people wanting to do shit to me. Wanted to do whatever, but that never materialized. Because let me tell say, you something. Going to do what to who? Let's oh, find out and let's see. Let's find out and see. Because I'm from a good old Husky. Actually, I'm from outside of a Husky on a road, and we didn't have no cable. We no. ain't had no internet. And y'all had no witnesses. They had no witnesses. And let me tell you something. That's one thing that can beat anything is a good old country person. <laughs> okay. I used to remember when people from New York would come down to the Hereford County schools mm. and be talking all that shit until they got a good old country ass whooping. Mm, some knees. <laughs> we just use our hands. We don't need no other stuff. <laughs> I seen people get their ass beat. If one the person from New York trying to cut them up and just getting a good old ass beat with hands. Your hands can't even move fast enough than a knife. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm tired of this. The world is going mad. You know, finally, Nancy Pelosi has decided to peach, impeach Donald Trump. Finally. It only took, I don't, Ukraine bribery. But I think shit. they were, I think they were waiting for a something. Certifiable a certifiable, way. straightforward, yeah. easily proven type of situation. Mm-hmm. So now they have an impeachment inquiry. So the committees are going to investigate everything and come back with a, just a litany of just shit. Yeah, we hope. We hope. And I mean, the thing is, we don't know what to believe nowadays. It's a lot going on in the world. It's a lot of things and you don't know what to trust. And especially I do understand that in celebrity news and entertainment it's it's becoming a crowded space. Mm. It's a lot of people trying to do what we do and they've been trying to come into it. And it's always a new crop of people trying to be the ones that you can trust. But at the end of the day, your record is what makes you whether or not people can trust you. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're still around is a part of whether or not people can trust you. People have been bombarded with information. But like, I, I'm never going to take a direct source that I reached out to then going on national television and throwing me on the bus. That's some crazy ass shit. This is the first time that's ever happened to ever. me. I have never had a person that I reached out, a friend of mine that I reached out to go and do some shit like that. Right. And that, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> like, it just got to be. I was like, let me go back to sleep and wake back up because Look, this didn't happen. I took a nap right before this. I was like, I gotta, I have to reset. I had to. It was too much. <laughs> and you did it on Wendy. I was like, well, I mean, what were y'all doing in the back in the, the green room? <laughs> because you have lost your mind. <laughs> 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 So I laugh because I have to stop my mouth from moving. Because, mm. <laughs> you know, it gets to going. Yeah, I mean, and mine's going too. I don't care. I, ah. I'm, it's, it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be. And, you know, and the amount of tea that I know on everybody, I think people should always, not even I think, I know people should pr- proceed with caution. Because mm. if you get me to the point where I don't give a fuck. All bets are off. All bets are off. And I don't, I'm with the shits. I want all the smokes. Please give me the smoke. Mm. Please give me, run me my smoke. Because I'm going to run you your truth. Woo. Okay. Here's today's stem tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at She Can Stem. A message from the Ad Council. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Cisco. Modern modernization today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. 
At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash Cisco. Anyway, so... That happened. That happened, and then I saw that um, there were some reports that Kenya was not going to go on the trip to Greece mm-hmm. and that she, because of her situation with Mark, that she was going to stay at home. But that was not true. Nope. She's there. She's there and she's having a good time. And I saw that she posted a picture with her, by herself. And then she also posted a picture of Portia's baby and mm-hmm. her baby. And it looks so cute together. They're super cute. Little Pilar. They went from, it's a crazy to think that they went from Portia snatching her down at the reunion mm-hmm. to now Portia and her baby are like BFFs. Good. That's like, a that's, full that's, that's circle moment. I love that. And we haven't really heard that much um, since what we said about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's trying to figure it out. And I also wouldn't put it, I also wouldn't be surprised if there may be some type of, you know, reconciliation. I don't know. Because they have a child together. They do. And it always complicates things. You know. It's kind of like, you know, it's marriages. You know, it's, you know, pregnancies. Mm-hmm. All those things get very complicated when it comes to divorce and whether or not you're going to really go through with it and everything like that. And then people can come to an understanding. because And also going back to Antoine and Layla Rashawn, I do believe that they may have an understanding I mean, they've been together for quite some time. Yeah, and and this is not new, what people have been talking about, what he's been doing, you know, doing that marriage. No, he, like, allegedly has a baby, doesn't he? That allegedly. Too. So I read on the internet. I'm just saying that <clears throat> they probably have an understanding and it would take some extreme, and it's probably the understanding is, like, as long as you don't re- disrespect me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people may have an understanding that is different from what we may expect than we think you get what I would I'm saying agree, 100% people have understandings especially as you get older you get like okay cool and like, then when there's a bunch of money involved too yeah yeah it's kind of like Lala and Camelo like, like a lifestyle Lala and Camelo was everything was fine until he was those photos of her of him on the boat with that big booty girl mm-hmm. well, I, well even with the mess herself Miss Williams she was cool living in her delusions until mm-hmm. the baby news got out and all of a sudden she oh I can't take I can't take but yeah it wasn't new and trust me, I see who, you know, how Wendy's moving and Don't what you? she's doing and yeah. who she's having on her shows and all that stuff. Like she's she's she is taking swipes at me in ways that only I would really see. Oh yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She went from quoting our exclusives every other day to doing all this fuck shit. Yep. I'll leave it there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just feel like it's just it is what it is. And the thing is, that's gonna play out too. Wendy's situation is going to play out too because it's been playing out and she canceled her last tour. Her uh, She was on a comedy tour, right? Well, she's supposed to be, but she didn't go to no shows. Right. So she canceled her last one. And, and also, just don't take our word for it too. Like, Page Six has been having some really good exclusives about her as well. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who over... I mean, we... Page Six and us, we need to talk. We really do. Because we have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was fine and dandy until Wendy <coughs> sent me that mm. cease and desist. With typos. With typos. So, I mean, I'll give you the history so y'all can understand. I don't have beef with nobody, but if you send something that cease and desist about something you know is true. Because we were the ones that brought up and mm. we were the ones that said that she was self-medicating and that her husband's mistress was pregnant. And that's why we got the letter. That's why we got the letter. Nobody, nobody else, else got the letter. Nobody else that's trying to claim our exclusive information got that letter, but we, we got, got the it letter. Because we were the first one to say <laughs> it. And then that's when it set me off. That okay. set me off. And don't send me no shit in regards to something that is what you do to people on every day. Every given day, you do this to other people and you did it on your radio show and then you're going to send me that. And then fast forward now, you're going to have this friend of mine come up on the show and then deny that she released a statement to me after I text her and then call me social media. <laughs> the audacity mm. of hope. Of hoes. 
of hoes. Yes, you gotta, gotta <laughs> remix, remix Obama's the book. The audacity of hoes. The audacity of hoes that I was trying to paint as not a hoe. Or, you know what I mean? And people yeah. still knew she was a hoe. And they were like, oh, that's B's friend. That's why he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the picture, if you look at the picture, I mean, that was multiple different situations of them kissing. Oh, yes. They were kissing standing up. They were kissing standing down. They yeah, were kissing by the pool. But you were there. there. Do you, wanna, I can ooh, give I it any way you can handle <laughs> They were doing Petey Pablo on our asses. Okay. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I just want to come in here and set this record straight about this particular thing because this person had me fucked up and she is a liar. Mm. She's a nasty butt (laughs) trollop and she's a scallywag. All those things. But I specifically said scallywag because I had to speak her language. I had to hear her. I couldn't use none of this young millennial terms and slang because it would go right over her head. But a scallywag, she knows. Because mm. she's one. <laughs> 50. <laughs> um, well, I mean, do we want to talk about the Emmys at all? No. We can. I, I, I don't really know what happened. They were down 32% in oh, viewership. Okay. So, well, shout out to uh, what's his name, Jerome. Uh, what's his name? I just Jerome, feel like Jerome. I just feel like these awards don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that way too. Can you pass that? Mm-hmm. They don't mean anything. Kind of feel that way too. Mm, I got it. Do it from the other side. Here you go. Oh, I closed the top. You just threw a wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah. All these award shows have for me has always been, and especially now, a letdown. Yeah, true. And it's so <laughs> you can hear that. Right? Whatever. And it's so much, it's so much going on these award shows. It's like I said before, like the floodgates have opened mm-hmm. and so has a whole bunch of tackiness and, and politics and politics and agendas and things being pushed that I'm not necessarily wanting to happen. It doesn't, it just doesn't, you can't, everything just can't be a free for all. We actually need some real talent too. Mm. Okay, it's just, it's gotten to that point. It was like, you know, you get an award, you get an award, you get an award. You know, it's like, it's whatever. Yeah, not just that. I mean, I just, I just think that kind of in general. In general. Like, yeah. we said this about our other award show. What was it, BET? MTV. MTV, one BET, of one of them. Um, all, all of them. them. I don't have time for it. Like, I don't have time for these agendas. And truth be told, things, I'm happy that we have built a platform and, you know, when I was in YouTube and Sirius XM and the website and television appearances and the podcast and all the things we've been working on that like, I don't really have a click. Mm-hmm. I don't play, like I don't play nice with other people really. And a lot of what you see is like one person put another person on and they keep putting people on, but somewhere in that group, there's a lack of real talent. And they don't really like each other. No, but that's what they have to do. Right. And let me tell you this. Oh, this is something I wanted to get to love muffins. And I really wanted for you to hear this. And receive this in your spirit. A lot of people that you think are so far ahead of you. Now listen to me. Let this like marinate and meditate on this. A lot of people that you think are so far ahead of you. Are actually light years behind you. Mm. A lot of these influencers. A lot of these celebrities. A lot of these people you think have these amazing lives. And all these great things are happening for them. Are actually in so many ways. Spiritually and emotionally and financially. And in a lot of other ways. Way behind you. This is true. Don't get caught up on what you see. And think that is where you need to be. What you see is not where you need to be. These people don't got it together. This is an agenda. You see an agenda, and typically, and to be honest, it's white people behind the agenda. Mm. Well, white people are still behind the agenda. You may see black faces. Oh, shout out to RuPaul's Emmy win, by the way. <laughs> <clears throat> shout out to that. Let me talk about that too. <laughs> Not just about you know. I mean, everyone knows that you know. Okay, I'm just saying. Not just that, but I'm gonna talk about how Billy Porter looked. During when RuPaul won the award, mm-hmm. that was shade. That that look that he had was definitely shade. They were not cutting to an expression he was making at a different a different time. That was an expression he was making during that moment when RuPaul won the award. Mm. And you can have 
um, certain issues with a person or certain things in a moment or, and it does not take away from what that person means to the overall community. Correct. RuPaul in general has paved the way for a lot of people. He was one of the first people that we, you know, that mainstream media has seen Mm -hmm. being, I still consider, you know, drag is like gender nonconforming too. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a play on gender roles and social constructs and all of that. So he was one of the first people that people have seen in something that challenged the norm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So by, by proxy, he has paved the way for a lot of us. But that doesn't mean that on individual issues that we can't, or individual situations or experiences, you can't have an issue with a person like that. Correct. I love RuPaul. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I remember him growing up. Like RuPaul is an icon. He's legendary. He's done so much. Like I can't even begin to get it all out. Right. However, I I will say that he does need assistance in certain areas because I do think that society, I think, is moving faster. And I think it's moving in a slightly different direction than he's willing to go. And RuPaul is stubborn. Yeah. That's what it is. He's stubborn. Like, he really feels like I've paved the way for you bitches. So y'all shut the fuck up. Y'all shut the fuck up and don't criticize me. Yeah. But it's every, not the way to do it. Uh, not the way to do it. And, you know, at this point, you don't have to do it. You don't have to speak on certain things. Right. You could <laughs> exit stage left. Right. But I'm saying, like, I don't want... And then, then Billy Porter later was like, no, no shade could ever come from me. Only light and positivity. But that's not even true. That's not even something that, like, we can... I mean, you know, a part of all of us gays, we have some shade in us. Right. Even Mother Teresa gave a middle finger at some point in her life. Right. Even if it was up her booty hole. I'm just saying. (laughs) Somewhere. (laughs) I'm just saying that you cannot say that, like, you're not capable of having certain actions. And when we, that's the part of who we are. That's why people can't shade. There's nobody that's even possible for someone to shade a black gay more than a black gay. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why it's like, when you know, you can't come from me because I am, you know, a person has been ostracized the most and people who have been ostracized the most has been working on these responses and this quick wit for their mm. whole lives. That's the reason, really. Right. And it's no shade to Billy. Like, Billy is entitled to feel how he wants to feel, yeah. you know, present how he wants to present, you know, calm it down, blow it up, you know. I love, and it was smart I love Billy, too. And it, and it was smart of him because he didn't want that situation to take away from his moment. Right. Yeah, he played it well. Yeah. Perfect. Bravo. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm happy that I have built a platform and I have built a life where I don't have to deal with that type of politics. Yeah. You can come on here and call somebody a hoe. Yeah. And say and cuss <laughs> and do whatever I want and then, you know, do a post on the website where I call her a lion scallywag. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I, I I like that freedom. I don't I don't I never really played well in the sandbox. Mm. I haven't even as a child. I'd be like, well, you know, when too many people got into the sandbox, I would go oh, to the other go. sandbox, or I would go to and the like monkey bars, monkey bars, or just go to an empty space where I can just be. I never liked a lot of people, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm not taking away from people who that's where they need to do to survive and get where they need to go. There's a lot of people jumping on bandwagons. And mm-hmm. even with me, like, you know, you can see how I move. Like, I decided, you know, I was one of the top YouTubers. And then I decided to stop making videos. You know, and then, you know, the whole, like, transgender movement that kind of has manifested right now. Like, I, you know, people started labeling me and putting me in categories that I wasn't comfortable with. And I hit the eject button. I'm still, I'm gender not conforming. I understand I'm under the umbrella, but I'm just not with all that people are trying to do, if that makes sense. Yeah. In regards to me, the labeling of me, I was like, I'm hitting the eject button. Because I, I actually prefer certain things not to be labeled like that. Like, or why? discussed, or the show, yeah. or the... Yeah, no, I hear you. Because you knew, and the thing is about it, like, <clears throat> and only you know this, because even with the BET situation, I did not want that to happen. No, you didn't. I did not want that to happen. I was like, I'm not talking to nobody. Hopefully nobody will say anything. I'm just going to let this go away. And I went to sleep. I was like, I'm going to bed. Bye. I'm going to sleep after it happened. And then I woke up the next morning and the story is on TNZ. No. That's the honest to God truth. And then it kind of spiraled into all of this labeling and doing all this stuff. And that's not, I don't want to be a part of the agenda. I've just always been B. Scott. I've always been myself. Always been funny. I always, I want people to connect with my spirit. Don't get so caught up in the labels and what you see me as that you don't connect to the fact that I'm a human just like you. Hello. 
And that comes first. That becomes before my my race, before my gender, before my sexuality. sexuality. It is I am a human. Hear me, see me, connect with me. And don't let all of that distract from my talent. You feel me? I feel you. And anytime that happens, I'm going to hit the eject button. I got to go. I can't, you know what I mean? And it's like, I see people all the time. They be hanging out in these cliques and you know they don't like each other. They be talking shit about each other. And mm. I hear the shit that they talk about each other because it all it, comes back to me. Hello. And so if that's your circle of people, so you're doing all of this to gain certain things, but you don't have any real friends and you don't really know who you are, then what do you really have? If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, what do you have? And if you do have real friends, be grateful for them. Yes. Because they are hard to come by. And let me tell you this. This is an example. I had a situation recently where I had a person who, in every sense of the word, could, he worked for a company where they could, you know, really help me and, you know, and just, you know, just, just not even help me, but like, just like, make me feel like, oh, you acknowledge who I am in the world. Mm -hmm. Right? That person didn't do that. Then I have another person who then started working with the same company and just like doing stuff and just bringing me stuff. Just like out the blue, just because I don't have to ask for it. Right. Anybody love muffins that you have to go to and be like, see me, pick me, choose me. Fuck that. Fuck them. You don't have to do that. There are people that love you already and that they see you and cherish you and respect you and want to make you feel appreciated. And I can't imagine being in these cliques of people just because you want notoriety, just because you want a certain amount of fame that you just whole click of people that you don't like, but you got to do it to, <laughs> to stay relevant and to stay doing what you're doing. That's real. That's what's happening. And people don't really realize it's happening. And I'm okay where I'm at. Like in a lot of ways, like I am, I have, there were so many things in my life that I thought I wanted, like the air that I breathe. I was like, I need this to be, but God was like, no, that's not for you. You won't build that way. Right. And it's a privilege. It is a privilege to anybody out there that is running their own business and doing things outside of the norm and stepping out on faith because it's not easy. Mm-mm. It's easy to get caught up in clicks. It's easy to, to do what everybody else is doing. But if you're going to step out and do your own thing, that should it be applauded. It and, that, and it's also a privilege. I am grateful that I don't have to play in those circles because I would be locked up or something. Because <laughs> you already see, you already see right now on a small level, the people who, are, yeah, and the people who you try to help, how they do you? On a small level, it's like it's like you know, and and this ain't even people I really played with like that. Right. They, we're not even really in the same sandbox. <laughs> you try you try to save a hoe, and the hoe throw you underneath the bus, ain't that some shit? And then back over you, as if we don't have the receipt. Please. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Talk about Kenya, talk about the Emmys, talk about that hoe on the couch. Talk about I don't care about Antonio Brown. I don't care about the baby like that. No, I think we're good. What I mean, is there I mean, yeah. I mean it's been it's only been like two, three days. What is going on with Antonio Brown? Like that's just so much. <clears throat> I don't even know. He and then he a, said he's not gonna play no he's more. He's a rapist, he got fired, but then he quit after he got fired. And now he's going to school, I think. Who knows? <laughs> it's too much. Who knows? I'm also saying that a lot of people are doing these programs, these business programs that are from Harvard and from Yale and from different places. And I'm like, I'm just, what is going on? They are, are is Money. it? Money. It's is, consumerism. That's is, what it is. is. So Harvard and Yale and all of them are now doing things where you just pass out these degrees. You pay the money, you do the little online stuff, and then... You have a, a what? Is it an MBA? <laughs> what is it? I think it's a certificate. A certificate. Okay. I don't really know. It's so much going on, man. But <laughs> is there any say what nows we need to talk about? <laughs> I mean, Nicole Murphy was the say what now. It's the say what now. Um, and the crazy thing is, that I'm going to see her. Like I know it. I feel it. I have put so much. Like this whole situation yeah. has put energy in the world. Anything I put energy on, I see the person. Mm. I'm gonna see her. And mm. you know, I'm. Just know whoever listening. Well, if I'm not there, just take a beat, <laughs> breathe, <laughs> count to ten, call me. Don't just, <laughs> you know. 
Uh, yeah, I've been on edge lately. I mean, or calm and give me some time. I'll pull up. Mm-hmm. The last oh, podcast I, I, I was I'll pull up. Last podcast, somebody was like, um, "Who said beats got off?" Like I've been set off. Mm. Like they continuously set me off, and nothing set me off more. Wait, what did we talk about last show? We were talking about I was mad because um, people were like question, you know, or like basically, you know, the whole oh, Wendy the whole stuff. Very likely season eleven. Very yeah, likely, yeah, yeah. whatever. And like, oh, she's back, and you know, and I'm saying you don't mm-hmm. read. We said very likely, and she's still very likely because of her fucking drug use. It's very likely that she won't be able to make it through the season. So okay, just like yeah, she can't find those words, she might not be able to find the rest of the season. So we're we gonna see. So I'm just saying. So that's what <clears> we were talking about last episode. And then here we are to this one. Oh, we also were talking about how, like, you know, with the whole secret and King, because we said that was secret ex-wife oh, okay. and two secret kids. Secret ex-wife that nobody knew about. No they one knew about. to hide from the narrative. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you know, King and nothing, blah, 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 blah. But that's not the point. The point is they had nothing but space and opportunity to talk about this ex-wife and these two kids. And that was not talked about at all. <laughs> all I've seen was little baby Brooklyn. <laughs> there was no where is and, everybody and did else it on purpose yes you're not talking about this is their first child together okay and mm-hmm. that's where it stopped well, <sighs> love muffins did that um i have seen that you guys have been following my snapchat we have been saying i want you to follow the snapchat because we have a situation that we're basically about to sign the deal for that i feel that snapchat is going to be very important for that my snapchat is at love b scott Mm-hmm. Love B. Scott and you guys. That's how I know. It's, it's really sweet. It's really sweet to know that people actually listen to the podcast mm-hmm. because I was like, wait a minute, because I hadn't turned off my notification for Snapchat. I just reinstalled it. I didn't even know my login anymore. And the TikTok woman. I was using Snapchat for naughty stuff. That's the only reason that people had it. It was really. naughty. Just naughty, naughty stuff. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have to like migrate the naughty <laughs> stuff off of the Snapchat that I'm currently using. Because, you know, I might mess yeah. up like the damn singer. That was a singer. Oh, Avery Wilson. Hey, last night. He was up there. Flipping it. Flipping it and jacking his dick. What's his name? Avery, Avery Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. And he had like a, a fire sign or something he in front sure of did. it. And I saw that. I said, oh, my goodness. He sure did. So I can't make those mistakes. It's not like. <laughs> <laughs> I think people will be really surprised. <laughs> it will be a situation. Like, oh, okay. That's why I also feel like if anything ever leaked on me. I think it would be more like, oh, oh. It'd be a proud moment. Yeah. It's like, B did that. And also, like, I don't be messing with scrubs. So if something were to leak or whatever, it's like, oh. <laughs> B's a B. If something were to leak, I'm MVP. pulling up. No, I'm pulling up. Something I would know exactly where it came from. Oh, go. yeah. Yeah. It'd be a thing. But I'm just letting you know, like, anybody who may have something, like, I ain't worried about that. Put it on out there. Well, my Snapchat is at Denver Sean, if anybody is up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I Love B. Scott is going to be the official Snapchat that we use for all things podcasts and for all things um, Love B. Scott. Love B. Scott. We're going to try to figure out how to start, you know, putting content and making, bringing to life our say what nows and all these yeah, things. All kinds of stuff. It's like, we got to, we got to, you know, this name has been built. Mm-hmm. And it's now it's time to syndicate it. It's now to, you know, I'm really going to start putting my foot on these hoes neck. Like, they need to really feel it. Like, they need to, I mean, I've been like, I have been in my bag. Mm-hmm. I have been in my bag. I have been handling shit, like real shit that needs to be handled to set up the rest of my to future. Addressed. Yeah, to set up the rest of my future. I've been in my bag, but now I'm back. And now it's time for me, like that Cardi song. She's like, you know, I've been in my bag and mm-hmm. now, you know, my palm and my trigger figure. Finger. Finger itch. Mm-hmm. Time to work. Yeah, it's time to work. And I, I've never been. I'm. I am the example of work and consistency. <laughs> okay, there's so many people that have come and gone. Just think about if people who listen to this podcast who remember when I first started 2005, then I launched 2007, then YouTube in 2007. Think about all the people who have come and gone. All the people that people have compared me to. Everybody that have, they people have compared me to, they're no longer here. And only by the grace of God that I'm here. I'm not trying to go too far because the Lord can get me. I can run over by a bus walking right out this building. But the truth is, I am favored. And I'm still here after all these years. And there's always been somebody that they compared me to. Or B, you got to do this. Or this is the new website. Or this is the new new. And this is the... And someone just the other day asked me about somebody. And I was like, let me tell you. 
There are so many people in this earth doing so many things. I cannot keep up. There's billions of people on this earth. There's billions. There's so many people. There's so many people with money, without money. There's so many people who are doing this, who are doing that. Who do I can only focus on what B. Scott is doing. That's just the real truth of the matter. That's true. Nothing else. Like if so many people feel like if this person is doing this, then there's a lack over here. I believe in abundance. There is an abundance of resources. There is, I mean, there's people you can listen to several podcasts. You can go to many different websites. You can, you can watch different television different television shows. I I don't care. People come and go. People change and rearrange. That got nothing to do with me, B. Scott, and my blessings. And that's what you and Love Muffins have to remember about your own lives. What other people are doing does not affect to do your reality at all. Just because they got money over here or they don't over there doesn't affect your situation. There's enough money, enough success. There's enough blessings for all of us. And I truly believe that on some real shit. If I had a collection plate, I would pass it right now. Yes. On some real (laughs) shit. Believe in abundance, please. As minorities and people who have been through stuff, it's hard for us to believe in abundance. But it truly does exist. Look at all the white people. Yes. No shade to white people, but. Yeah, we over here thinking that like, oh, just because, look at this one. We went, when someone becomes successful, we start to hate on them. Let them be successful. There's room enough for all of us to be successful. Because we can support and listen to and do and more than one thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, this is the one site that we're going to support. This is the one podcast we're going to support. This is the one TV show we're going to support. There's enough of us. We can watch many different TV shows. We can support different TV shows. And thank God we have those options now because Empire was wearing me out. Who? When Empire came out, (laughs) that was during a time where it was like, oh, that's the one black show we can watch. Oh, let's all watch it. Now we have options. Yeah. Please love muffins. Believe in abundance. It will change your life. And don't be concerned about what other people are doing. Unless the other people are going to throw you underneath the bus. (laughs) <laughs> on national television. On national television. As yeah. if she's not the lion scallywag that she is. Okay. okay. And on that note, Love Muffins, thank you so much for listening to it's the been, Beast Cot Show. It's been fun. It has been a ministry. It, it is I have had some shit that I need to get off my my chest. Denver, I blew Denver's ear ears out. He had to take his he had to take one earphone off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's not true. It's more so for me. Okay, I'm about to say, well, it is what it is. Oh, no. I'm in the studio, so I do it. So. Uh-huh. I had to get it off my chest. I, you know, <laughs> set it off. Thank you, Love Muffins, so much for listening. We appreciate you. I love you. I, su- you know, I support you like you support me. Yes. And the best is yet to come. Double kisses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The B. Scott Show. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Love B. Scott. And make sure you review the show on iTunes. And you can always find me on lovebscott.com.